show. Rolls around. There's a, isn't, what's that saying yeah, about, you know, um, the definition of, of stupidity is to do the same thing over and over and over again. Expect a different result. Um, they're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And, expect and I'll make a prediction as we wrap up the Dragons. The fall guy this weekend will be one Matt Dufty because it's been the fall guy oh, yeah. 17 times. And he, yep. anyway, let's move on, buddy. I'll, I'll fire a winger and Matt Dufty. Survey said. I've been hosting this show for two years. I've never seen that happen before. G'day everyone, welcome to episode 214 of Not The Footy Show. I'm Warwick Nicholson, over there. Twice in a week, Rob Cox. What is going on? Why are we on back on air? Who who demanded this? I did. I did. Oh, okay. Enough, yeah. <laughs> the people <laughs> I, I did, mate. The fans, Everybody. the people. They've they've demanded. They've they want more, more, more content. Yes. More Some of them more. must well, still we be locked ended down. Up. Now I don't know if this is just tailed to my tastes or whatever, but on Apple Podcasts, mate, we were listed under NRL shows wow. on the uh, browse section. It doesn't mean more people are listening to us. No, it just means that. The SEO value of what the show is working its uh, its butt off, yeah. Um, and we ended up being in a in a thing. So we're encouraging people. If you enjoyed what we've been putting together of late, we'd love a rating. We'd love a comment. Mm. Uh, Grant Coxford, we will be shouting out a little bit later in the show. But what do we have for the people this week, Coxsmith? Well, we open the show with it. Matt Dufty, he's gone. He's been uh, laid on the chopping block for the fiftieth time in about two seasons by mm. Mary McGregor. Wow. And he was the fall guy for the Dragons after they lost in the weekend. Amazing, mate. I, I don't know how the, the young blokes got any confidence whatsoever, and I don't know if if, if sacking him for dropping a ball is, is uh, reasonable or, or, or whatnot. Um, yeah, if I if I was Matt Dufty, I'd be looking for an escape route ASAP uh, and uh, exit stage left for me to be um, because uh, the poor kid. Every time every time they even hiccup there, he gets put through the meat grinder. Um, well, they've hicked up a few times in the last uh, <laughs> what, 20 games, you told me, I think, when you were pulling your stats out of your so, end the other day. Oh, someone needs to surprise them, don't they? Someone needs to get in there and just scare the bejesus out of them, so to speak. We'll and, go into the Dragons team selections, but we did predict Matt Dufty would be the fall guy for Mary McGregor. We need to talk about a big thing after the break, and that is Channel 9 seemingly getting what they want again. Uh, they've somehow ousted Telstra from the mix of streaming uh, after 2023, which is very impressive. And yeah. Victor Radley also gets off from the judiciary. I've got a bit of theory about that. We will get to our tips as well for round number four. This is why you're getting our midweek podcast, episode 214 of Not The Footy Show. Not The Footy Show. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I suggest we use it. Okay, we're back. Cocksmith. We have our round four tips to come. People are just, you know, they, they can't get enough of your tipping in particular. No, they're gagging for I don't it. think you've even looked at the games this weekend. <laughs> but that is the premise of why we're looking at uh, doing a podcast uh, midweek. Yeah. Uh, we're on YouTube, obviously, at the moment. And people are watching the ones that I'm clipping out, mainly mm. the ones that are about the six again. So I'm glad we did a follow-up to that. If you haven't checked them out, uh, we've done our hot takes segment and our evaluation of the six again rule up there on YouTube. If you can't well sitting through an hour of the podcast, you get it there instead, about 10 minutes. But speaking of sitting through um, negotiations and the rest of it, Channel 9, buddy, they have made a bit of a manoeuvre, which I think we've been expecting. When they announced the extended rights deal, 
about a week ago. I think it was on the start of the season, NRL officially announced, or start of the round three, they announced they'd be having an extension with Channel 9 and Foxtel. Mm. We were a little bit, well, not surprised, but um, interested to see a lack of detail around digital and the rest of it, mate. Uh, a story in the Herald this morning has basically announced, and I will read the opening paragraph. The NRL will block Telstra from streaming rugby league matches from 2023 as the governing body attempts to strike a five-year broadcast extension with Nine Entertainment Co. We've had a little bit of a chat before we came on air, mate, but mm. what do you make of that little announcement from uh, the SMH? Well, look, the SMH is the mouthpiece, the, the, the written form mouse, mouthpiece for the mouthpiece, mouthpiece for, mouthpiece. for Channel 9, uh, yep. because Channel 9 owns the City Morning Herald. Um, mate... I'm I'm not qu- quite across these things like you are. You're a social media specialist and a digital specialist. Um, my question for you, I'm going to throw it straight back to you, is mm. what does that mean, first of all, for Telstra after 2023 and for the NRL 9 relationship? How do you see it? Well, Telstra were heavily involved uh, in the whole production element uh, when I was at the NRL. Uh, they ran the app. They still do technically run the app at the moment. Uh, the NRL.com as well. The That's NRL. NRL.com yeah. uh, and the rest of it. And effectively, one of the big challenges that it had was uh, the infrastructure and the the, um, the people power, the staffing capabilities to um, run that at a high level for a long time. And I had some issues that came around. And essentially, before I left the NRL, the NRL invested a lot in infrastructure around their streaming capabilities and their website capabilities. And they were preparing for this big NRL media launch. Fast forward a few years and the NRL live app experience is so much better than it has ever been. Mm. Um, It's actually working really well now. The lag that used to be there isn't there. And and full credit to not only the NRL team, but the Telstra team have put that together. Mm. But when we had the negotiations going on, all we heard was that um, nine were running at a loss. They didn't want this anymore. Why do we need it? And there was this little undercurrent percolating there, which was around NRL.com and the digital rights. Right. Would Channel 9 um, not only get an extension on the broadcast, but would they come in and take the digital stuff? What this sounds to me like is that negotiation has gone swimmingly for Channel 9 uh, because if they've been able to oust Telstra from what... I'm simplifying here, but essentially it is a naming rights um, ability to run the app and broadcast streaming services. The detail is that it is technically Foxtel who hand on the streaming rights to Telstra. Okay. And what the NRL slash Channel 9 have now negotiated in this new deal is that Foxtel can no longer offer that to Telstra. Okay. Which means if Telstra aren't in the mix... Then and the NRL aren't going to do it themselves. Mm. Who's left in the in the ballpark? It's yep. Channel Nine. Yep. So that is what this basically means: is that Channel Nine are in pole position to get the rights to stream all eight games every weekend on their app, or what I'm expecting will be a hybrid NRL.com Channel Nine future. Do you think? Do you think Channel Nine will just take control of the NRL.com app? I think what you will see is, well, yeah, I, I expect that to be the end game uh, for, for Channel 9. It, it, at the moment, you've got, well, Channel 9 have now absorbed the Herald, so there's another competitor in that space gone. Uh, the NRL sitting there sort of by itself, sort of with Telstra. Yeah. Then you've got Fox Sports and the, and the Daily Telegraph monster on the other side. Yeah. And 
if Channel 9 are going to compete with Fox Sports, if they can get NRL.com and war, everything that means, I don't mean just the content side, I mean the infrastructure side, the history and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That is, that's a nice thing to have in the back pocket and you can go head to head with Fox Sports. Now, the most, um, what, how do I put it? The least surprising part of the whole negotiation seemed to be that Foxtel just said, yeah, we'll, we'll take whatever we can. If we can get the eight games, we're happy, happy, happy campers yeah. and we can exist. Well, do you think so? It doesn't. Sorry. Well, yep. do you think this will affect their their Ko streaming service? Ko is going to replace Foxtel for all intents and purposes, and it sort of already has started to do that in the future anyway. That's the whole idea. They just opened up Binge, I think, which is the entertainment version of Ko as well. Right. Uh, that's that's the future of what News Corp slash Fox are doing. It's, okay. That's what they're they're putting eggs in their basket. So as long as that's got NRL, they're happy. Yeah. Okay. It's but only four games a now. week. No, no, they've got the eight. Oh, okay, okay. A Fox KO have all all eight. That's part of the deal. They've oh, got, okay, right they've on. got four exclusives. Yeah. Well, up until potentially this, because if channel if NRL then sends the digital rights to Channel Nine alongside Fox, then Channel Nine's app will now have eight games a week. You can stream. Right. So, what would be the reason? Now. What would be the reason somebody then would want to have Foxtel? So this could potentially. On, on the surface without really going too deep. This could potentially make Fox tell oh sorry, uh Fox Fox Sports uh null and void. Well, I don't think it'll ever disappear because people do they like that element and not having to sit through an app. I guess one of the, the real uh what's the word differences between the Telstra app and um KO slash Fox is that you can run everything through your T V very easily through the Fox Sports and or yep. you've got Foxtel and the KO situation. The app isn't the same. It's, it's, it's still centered around mobile. Okay, so it's not something will be. it's not something that you can broadcast or stream to your TV. Well, it may well be. That's the that's the point. It's still okay. a few years between between twenty twenty three and now mm. and you know, we're moving with technology and all the rest of it. And it just seems to me and I'm not I'm not anti channel nine getting all this and that's no, just no. an important factor here. Sure. They do some fantastic work with their coverage. I do. And some of their digital content is outstanding. Yep. I um, agree. What is just fascinating is that you will have the NRL effectively giving Fox uh, Channel 9 what they wanted mm. six weeks after they said we don't want you. Mm. That's the that's the real the, the, the clutch part of this. That's that's negotiating though, isn't it? I mean, there's mm. lots of uh, smoke and mirrors when you're negotiating, and the last thing that you want sometimes is for the person you're negotiating to know exactly what you want. Um, the art of negotiation, but uh, it's very interesting. It's it's a very interesting play, and I mean, it's it's an obvious play when you think about the way that we consume media these days. Uh, a lot of us, especially the younger. Gen, you know the generation, the millennials and the generation Zers love to uh, consume their media via a, a, a tablet or a mobile phone, so the app makes sense. Whereas mm. people like myself, Generation X, and the, the boomers, they like a, a television. Um, so uh, it is a very interesting play, and and it looks like Channel Nine are going to be in in the box seat to cover all bases there, and that's obviously what you want. And that's what they they come out with. I mean. Just the final point I'll make out of the article, um, you know, for the NRL to give up this streaming control, inverted commas, yeah. of the app um, pretty much makes them um, on the real island if, if they decide to stay themselves because all, all they'll be is a content, like a, a, another news reporting site. Yeah, um, yeah. 
which is if you lose the backbone of this streaming element and the reason people open your app and on the weekends and the rest of it, that's a challenge. So I, that's why I think what you'll see is a bit of a amalgamation, conglomeration, whatever word you want to use there sure. um, of NRL and uh, Channel 9 into the future. So that's a little bit of news uh, for everybody. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there are some some other news we need to get to, which is the St. George of the Dragons um, making sweeping changes at fullback again uh, for round number four. We will get to them and our tips here on Not The Footy Show after the break. Not The Footy Show. Show. Are you ready to get duffed? Okay, we're back. It's episode 214. It's our round four tips. They're coming up, Cocksmith. And amongst that, we will have to get to your beloved or lack of love for them right now. Uh, St. George Laura Dragons uh, who have made sweeping changes after three straight losses to open the premiership. Yeah. And by sweeping changes, we have already given the game away. It's Matt Dufty gone and we gave you that one on the last podcast. We're going to start with that game because you need to get into the detail here. Adam Clune is your new saviour. Broken yep. nose and all, apparently. He oh, yeah. Him yesterday. Yeah. Possibly from Matt Dufty, who <laughs> jumped up and smashed him in the face uh, and said, give me my spot back. Um, yeah. But Mary has moved Corey Norman from six to one. He's moved Ben Hunt from seven to six. He's brought in um, Clune, the New South Wales Cup player of the year, I think last year, into number seven. Yep. And he has rejigged his bench entirely. Yep. Uh, right decision? Uh, well, Norman's played one before. We know that. Um, and, and you know, he's he's effective at one. Uh, I don't remember ever seeing Ben Hunt in a six jersey before. Um, so... This is this is almost uh, definitely not at the dragons. Mm, yeah, this is almost moving the uh, deck chairs on the Titanic a little bit. Um, uh, Clune, I've seen I've seen Clune play quite a number of games. Good player, good player. But yep. I, I don't know when you when you're making your debut at 24 or 25. I, I don't see it being a long term thing. Um, mm. You know, I hope he has a good game. I really do. I wish wish the young bloke the best. Apparently he's a law student as well, so he's probably quite switched on. Um, look, I, I mate, I don't know. I, I I don't know if Matt Dufty did all that bad last week. You know, he's a confidence player. Um, when he does something like that one week, uh, you never know. The next week he might totally make up for it and score three runaway tries. Yeah, I don't think he was the guy that lost it. I think he had had some uh, had some mates in there with him. Um, like I said before, it, it seems that the dressing room is gone there um just from their body language um i yeah i don't know i I can't see them beating uh i can't see them beating the tigers though no they're playing the bulldogs that's all right um on who are the tigers (laughs) playing who are the tigers oh that's right that's why i got you on this show mate this cutting edge analysis yeah yeah you might have to edit that bit actually i thought they were playing the tigers (laughs) on friday night no mate they played them already oh that's right the bulldog this is the bottom of the Bottom of the this table. Is, this bash. is that's why we start with this. This is what we do here on the footy show. Yeah, we, we go backwards. Blockbusters first. Yeah, just All to right? just to in, in uh, confuse the other guy, we'll go with the Monday game first. I Thanks, mean, everyone's man. at home anyway working, but <laughs> you will be able to stay at home on Monday and watch this barn burner. I think it's at four o'clock on uh, uh, Queen's birthday Monday. Get it right. Don't be um, like me and stuff it up. Uh, but the drag. I got a theory on the Dragons team selection. Now, one of the gifts I think. I mean, in the rugby league media and, and the news cycle is it's every week we, we find something new to, to complain about or yeah whatever. But the, there was an article coming out before the game against the Warriors and it was like, Mary McGregor, you know, you put up or you shut up or I'll send you back and you won't even play rugby league. All right. That was the, the message that apparently got given to the players. Yeah. 
Well, he does have that option. One of the beauties of having no reserve grade is that if you're not in that 17, you won't play in rugby league on the weekend. That's right. So if you want to send a message, this is like the perfect opportunity. Mm. And the message he sent was to the poor bloke who's been sent the message 55 times that you're not good enough for me. <laughs> and Didn't he had you get my to, memo? <laughs> he had a chance to get Corey Norman to have a long, hard look at himself, Ben Hunt to have, get his um, boiled Dean Lance, and he didn't take it. No. That's that's two. What well, one thing it shows to me is that he's just he he needs to win, and he clearly knows he needs to win. If he was real, uh, this is just our viewpoint. Obviously, take it with a grain of salt. But if you were going to make a statement to your team about you know I really am going to take no prisoners, you drop Corey Norman or you drop uh, Ben Hunt to play no football on the weekend, mm. and he hasn't taken that opportunity. He's he's shuffled the deck chairs and Corey Norman's back at fullback. Which after saying all that. I actually think Corey Norman's position is fullback, but I agree. I agree with you. You don't spend the entire off season with Zach Lomax at fullback, and then put Corey Norman in a position where he's going to have to run a lot. Yeah, like give him the off season and say you're my fullback, and yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Where is like, Lomax playing, mate? Where have they named him? Lomax back in centres. He was on the wing around round two when Duffy was at fullback. Now he's in the centres. Mm. Um, but you know. Look, it's what it is. Uh, they have the Bulldogs on Monday. Where are you leaning with this tip? <laughs> I've already given the tip away. I'm going the Bulldogs. Tigers? Bulldogs, Foran's back. Foran's back. I'm going the Bulldogs. Either Foran will be out for the season after this game or he'll be a hero. Well, he would be stuck together with sticky tape, I think. Yeah, I know. Uh, like Bruce Reed for the rest of the year. Yeah. I'm going the Dragons. I cannot pick the Bulldogs. As bad as the Dragons were, Yeah. I cannot pick Canterbury. At the moment, they mm. are devoid of points. If Foran comes back and plays great, fantastic. I'll wear the bad tip. Yeah, but at the moment, it's a hard one to pick, mate. It's a bottom of the it's a bottom of the ladder pick. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with the Bulldogs only because either you know it's like one of those things, mate. When you're in a tipping contest, if you tip against your team because they're not very good, you get a surprise either way. You either win the tip. Or they win and you're happy for that anyway. I've done that with Canberra a lot. So that's what I'm doing years. this week. And that's probably what I'll do every week with St. George this year. The other uh, team. No. Okay, well, let's go off the off the Dragons. Yep. Um, at the risk of this becoming a Dragons podcast. No, let's get off that. Fan, get off that. Fanboy for way too long. Mm. 3-0. Um, Friday, uh, Thursday night, sorry. The Roosters are heading to Brisbane. Uh, another road trip for a team. I still don't understand this whole playing at your home stadium if you're some teams and not others. It's... It's interesting. We talked about the Cowboys and that on the last podcast. But the Roosters, they head to Brisbane, mate. They will have Victor Radley. Now, the theory I have with Victor Radley is if you've got profile yep. and you want to beat a uh, one-week charge, go to the judiciary. There is no point in just taking the early guilty plea if you've got profile. That's my view. I think if you challenge it, the odds are you're going to get off. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, pr- probably this year. Yeah. It might be... Uh... Uh, you might get off. Um, but I can't tip against uh, the Roosters at the moment, mate. Uh, the Roosters, I think, will do a number on the Broncos. I think it will be plenty to, to not much at all. Uh, the, we spoke about how the Broncos put in last week defensively. I just don't know where the points are going to come from. Um, Brody Croft played okay. He's got a nice try last week. But yeah, I think Milford and Croft in particular will find it really tough with their forward pack getting hit pretty hard by the Roosters. Uh, the Roosters, the mine as well, to win by plenty. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, we have the Panthers at home to the Warriors. The feel-good story of round one, which was the Warriors, yep. and uh, getting their fans uh, very excited about the fact that they complete like no other team has ever has in rugby league. 
interesting team selection from Stephen Kearney Carney Keeney. Um, he had to place Kane Lawton, Carl Lawton, Kane Lawton, which one of it is? Yeah, I think it's Carl Kane. Mr. Lawton, Lawton, yes. Um, into the centres uh, as a stopgap, and the uh, Dragons didn't attack him, all right, for the entire 80 minutes. Hmm. He's now retained him in the centres rather than picking a, a specialised outside back. Yeah. There's a hooker who's playing playing the centres. This worries me if I'm a Warriors fan. It's it's what it tells me is that Kearney Carney Kearney thinks that they're going to complete 44 or 46 again next week, and they're going to win because they're not going to make mistakes, and they're going to win on the back of defence, and they're going to get a rude shock. I think on Thursday Friday night. I think the Panthers are going to put some points on the Warriors. That's my thought. I think for as an as as much as an easygoing guy as Ivan seems to be, I think he'll be filthy that they didn't complete the job last week. And I think that the Panthers uh, probably have been punished on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, yep. And I don't think he's going to let them forget it. I think it was probably a good way to start or reboot the season. That if you guys play with arrogance, um, that's what's going to happen to you. You're lucky to get away with the one point. I think he'd be happy with the one point, but not as. But he'd be also very disappointed. I think the I think the Panthers are going to stretch their legs a little bit on on Friday night at um, at Campbelltown Stadium, and I'll be there to watch it. Shoot you it, will work mate. at it. Any whatever. tips for Matt Burton about how to kick a field goal? You've been you taking out there beforehand. Maybe get young Nate, your son, out there to show him how it's done. I bet. I think the best tip for Matt Burton on field goals is pass it to Jerome Lawai. Uh, I think Jerome might uh, might be able to do the business there. Um, well, there's got to be someone else. Maybe maybe Viliame might be able to kick a field goal. We'll kick see. Field, kick our field goal. Kick our field goal. Uh, yes, uh, Panthers uh, by plenty. I think they'll actually play some attacking football this week as opposed to just running out the stats like yep. they did against the Knights. The other game on Friday night, we're heading back to Melbourne. Uh, tough road trip for the Bunnies. Uh, they got manhandled by the Roosters and they get a chance to come up against a... Melbourne team that will have been torn to shreds by Craig Bellamy. Yep. Uh, you thought Ivan Cleary was harsh on the Panthers. Uh, <laughs> Craig Bellamy would have ripped into the storm the last few days. Yep. No Nelson Asopa Solomona for Melbourne. Um, and the Rabbitohs are still short of Cody Walker. What's happened to Nelson, I, mate? Is he suspended or? He got suspended yeah. um, for something. Uh, maybe that kick, maybe suspended for stupidity. Yep. Uh, that kick on the third tackle inside the 20 <laughs> that I'm sure Craig loved. Yeah. Uh, I can't pick South Sydney, uh, even though I think they might rebound and play a little bit better than they did against the Roosters. Uh, I'm going with Cam Smith and the Storm to win on Friday Me night. Me too. Yes, me too. Uh, Saturday, we have a pretty good matchup considering the form of last weekend. Eels and Manly at Bank West, I think it is. Yep. Um, this is a tough one to pick because Manly had it all their own way against Canterbury like most teams will have this year, mm. whereas the Eels fought pretty hard and turned pressure into points against the Broncos. Um, where are you leaning? Well, I think I think, uh, I think Parramatta probably had a better preparation uh, in a tougher game um, with the Broncos than, than Manly did against, uh, against the Bulldogs. Uh, look, uh, crowd, uh, home, fa- home games aren't going to come much into it, um, except for, you know, being... Um, familiar with a field and and the lie of the land and things like that, but just given that and given that Parramatta, uh, I think Parramatta are going to finish higher on the ladder this year. I think Parramatta will will get the get the bickies on that one, mate. Um, but when you look at the two teams, they're quite even across the board. 
Um, mm. You know, so I, I think it should be a very good game. I think that will be a, a, a bit of a, um, you know, they're kind of rivals from way back, um, Parramatta and Manly. So I think it'll be a good game for um, to, to watch. I, I won't be at that game, just so you know. We've got that, that list happening on the side, mate. Mm, Games good. Cocksmiths at good. in 2020. Uh, I want to pick Manly because I just have a feeling, but I hate Manly, so I'm going to pick <laughs> Parramatta. Uh, there's my uh, logical logical tipping at work right there. Yep. Uh, later on Saturday night, Cowboys get another home game. Yep. Fortress, Fortress Townsville, as yep. uh, Cocksmith declared in the last podcast, mm. and I'm picking Cronulla to go up there and go and beat the Jason Taumalolo and Michael Morgan-less. Uh, Taumalolo out. Taumalolo is huge. Taumalolo out. Who's back for Cronulla? Anyone? Well, Chad Townsend out of number seven. Sean Johnson into seven, which is his position. Yeah. And uh, Matt Moylan in at number six. So Townsend is injured or has he been dropped? Townsend hamstring, I think. Okay. I'm going I'm going North Queensland, actually. Oof. I'm going Owen North Queensland. you're saying that the... Uh, the Sharks yeah. will start the year. I'm going North Queensland. Tamalolo is a big drop, but I find it at the moment. I'm finding it very hard to pick a team that's that Sean Johnson's in at the moment. Um, you know, as as lethal as he can be, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure he's there at the moment. I, I, I okay. and I do like Drinkwater and and Clifford. Um, I think they're going pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm 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 going to put them on the line here, mate. Put them on the chopping block and. Uh, and say the Cowboys. I think Johnson's going to have a stormer. I think the uh, Sharks pack will be embarrassed from last week. How they gave up, basically get back in the game against the Tigers. I think that will go up and they will give the Cowboys a bit of a lesson. i got a feeling. Just a feeling. Mm-hmm. That's all you need Good. in the tipping game. Uh, Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Um, news alert. Canberra <laughs> on Channel 9. <laughs> wow. Mm. Uh, they've got a home game at Campbelltown up against Newcastle. Uh, Callum Ponga back for Newcastle. Yep. But Connor Watson out. Mitch Pearce potentially unlikely. Yeah. Uh, no Fitzgibbon probably, I think, still. Uh, and the Raiders do get um, Bailey Simonson's back uh, coming on for Rapano. So Rapano go to the bench. Right. On, on form, you've got to go to the Raiders. But uh, Knights, they will take a lot from last week. No, I'm going the Raiders, mate. Uh, look, as good as the Knights were, and they were uh, definitely showed a little bit more steel than they have in the past. Um, I think uh, O'Brien is doing a, a pretty good job up there. Mm. I still think I still think that they they benefited from the uh, arrogance of Penrith and and a little bit of the cockiness from Penrith. Um, not not thinking that they had to really finish the job. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going the Raiders, mate, and I, and I think the Raiders by 13-plus in that one. Yeah, I think what will be the big difference in this to last week is that Canberra will chance their arm and they'll yeah. play football, Yeah, even against the Storm. Uh, they won't play safe against Newcastle. No. And, you know, if you don't have Pierce, you said there's a chance of missing, you know, Watson. Yeah. Uh, Ponga, great inclusion. But, yeah, Canberra for mine as well. The last game we have to do is another barn burner, Titans. Suncorp up against the Tigers in Sunday Night Football. Uh, he has made changes, Holbrook. He's got rid of Nathan Peets. He's got rid of uh, Jared Wallace, which I think was well overdue. Um, he's got to find something about not giving away penalties and stupid errors. That, he's, he's not a bad footballer, Jared mm. Wallace, in mm. what he does, which is take the ball forward. But sure. he's been a liability and a half um, on the negative front. And Shannon Boyd also missing out on the 17. 
giving young Aaron Clark a chance at hooker and a few other players coming in. He's he's already sort of shown his hand a bit here, Holbrook. Uh, but you'd expect the Tigers to go up there after their good win against uh, Cronulla and um, get the job done, wouldn't you? Tigers will win, mate. Tigers will win that. Um, I think they'll win by 13+. plus. Um, and... Um yeah, I can't see the Titans winning too many games this year, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm not going to hide from the fact I think the, at least three of the bottom four are the, are the, the Titans, the Bulldogs and the Dragons. Uh, and, I, and, I can, and I can only see the Titans beating, you know, one of those two other teams, or maybe a third if you throw the Warriors in there as well. Um, yep. You know, so, yeah, I, I, the Titans aren't going to win many games this year. There was a bit of a report this week that Corey Thompson might be mm. looking for a release and actually going to the Titans. Yes. Is that the right move for the Titans? I don't know if Corey Thompson's going to solve much up there. Mm. Um, look, you know, I, I often go to the halves. I hate being a halves basher. But there were times last week that I thought Ash Taylor played really well. There were times... That I didn't know... I was watching the game from in my kitchen and I'm looking in the lounge room. Mm. And... Um, and I didn't know that he he that was him. I thought, oh, that's a great pass, or that's a good. He was doing some some things, you know, like his old self, basically. Um, but I don't know if picking, I don't know if, if bringing a winger slash fullback in uh, is going to solve too much of the Titans' dramas. I think what they need is they they need a rebuild, a whole culture rebuild up there for the fiftieth time um, since mm. you know back in the day. Uh, so. Yeah, I feel sorry for Holbrook um, because I know he can coach a bit, and um, I just feel sorry he's one of those ones that are suffering from a from a uh, a cattle problem um, that won't be solved this year. Actually, we didn't even touch on it before, but to solve the cattle problem at the Bulldogs, they made one change: Jack Cogger out and uh, Kieran Foran in, which was uh, a bit surprising. And that's yeah, Kieran Foran. Uh, when he played football last year, was their best player. Um, he was. You know, and, and they need him in that team. But the, he, he, he can't do it all on his own, you know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, cattle problems anyway. kind of all over the place, mate. But um, it's not my problem, so. And I'm <laughs> to glad. recap our tips, we've both, both gone Roosters over Broncos, both gone Panthers over Warriors, both gone Storm over the Rabbits, both Eels over Manly. I've gone the Sharks over the Cowboys. You've gone the Cowboys, Raiders over the Knights, Tigers over the Titans. And I'm showing some faith in the Red V and you are jumping off Deluxe and mm. getting on the Bulldogs. Yep. There are around four tips. We'll be back after the break. We're not the footy show to wrap things up. Not the footy show. Doused, doused, I say, mate. Get rid of doused and everything will be solved. Oh, hold on. Hang on. <laughs> That's like them playing the Tigers on Friday night. <laughs> Me, can you edit it out or not? No. Thanks, mate. Uh. All right, we're back. Final part of Not the Footy Show two one four. We've got our tips. You've got to have you on this nine takeover of rugby league again. We, I, I salute our overlords who have returned uh, once again to rugby league. Um, give me a job. Uh, the New South Wales Blues. I've got to give them a shout out. They have something coming on uh, tonight, actually, uh, on their Facebook and YouTube. Uh, it's called The Selection. I've only seen a trailer for it. I know it's been in development, obviously, since last year's series, but they're selling it as an insight and a real insight direct from uh, Brad Fittler on how he picked the team last year. Um, I will be watching. I may not watch it live, but I will definitely uh, catch a replay of it. Um, this is this is a bit of a, a breakthrough. If, it's, if it turns out what I think it could be, 
this is going to be the stuff where rugby league fans go, we're finally seeing some of what we get from the US around pro sport. And that is a coach going, this is what I did and I'll live by it. And that's yeah. what Freddie did last year in the series. He After that first game where he listened to the old um, sleep doctor too much, he went back and said, this is the team I want. Mm. Mm. He's going to give us this kind of insight. Oh, thank you, Brad Fittler, because I'm looking forward to this. Freddie's really open to, to this kind of stuff, mate. I think he likes it. I actually... He knows how valuable it is. I mean, remember they did the, the documentary the year before last as well yep. and, and showed it last year. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I, 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 I applaud it and I think there should be more of it. I, I love the, the fact that, you know, um, sometimes they'll let a crew into a dressing room and I love seeing that footage. I love seeing coaches address players at halftime. I love seeing the build-up to a game and hearing everything that goes on, warts and all, before a game. Uh, so to get inside... Freddie's head and let's hope it is that to get inside Freddie's head on what he's thinking when he makes selections or when he drops certain yeah. players will be really enlightening I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah I didn't know it was on so yeah, thanks so, for telling me so that's tonight uh, and you obviously catch a replay on all the Blues social and digital channels as well we have to give a shout out to a long time listener he's from the UK uh, he may be the only person that ever sends us a message saying he likes the show but we do appreciate it Grant Croxford yeah. uh, Cocksmith I'm going to lift up what he said he posted this on our YouTube channel in uh, response to our round three review, which went up on Monday, uh, he said, need to do this every week, guys. Absolutely outstanding. Now, mm. we ask for reviews and I always get them. But when we do, look, we appreciate it. Look, we love the fact that we can just sit here and talk to each other about rugby league. It's yeah. the main reason that this podcast has continued after um, all the crew that I had earlier on in the process. I mean, we've been around since 2009, really. Sure. But occasionally it is lovely to hear that you're actually enjoying what we're saying. I got a direct message on, um, on Twitter uh, just today around the whole channel nine comment that I'd made there on Twitter. I won't mention the guy's name to protect his workplace or whatever, but he basically said, I think you got it wrong, but I will quote it. He goes, um, I enjoy your tweets, the insight of the game. And that directly results to us talking here on rugby league uh, on not the footy show. So look, we know that you're not going to always jump on there and pipe mm. away, but yeah. we do appreciate it when you do it. Uh, and we're glad that you're actually sitting out there and you half enjoy the dribble we put together. So, yep. look, everybody enjoys hearing that people are enjoying what you're doing. Sure, that's, yeah, you feel like you're not... That's human nature. So, yeah, you if you like do ever have time. a comment... And the negative, if it's negative, that's fine. Yeah, um, if it's negative, I'll just... Give us a reason. Yeah, I'll just, um, you know, fire up, if you like. I'm good at that. Yeah, that's, that could that could be good for the show. I mean, we don't, we don't oh, mind that. That's, there'll be lots of beeps. Yeah. Or blanked. We had a bit of that um, <laughs> last week. Uh, only two, that. I think. I think only a few have got through to the keeper over Sorry the course of uh, your tenure with Not The Footy Show, buddy. Mm. That is episode 214. You can get us on uh, facebook.com slash podcast, youtube.com slash Nicholson, R-O-B-B-C-O-X on Twitter and Insta for him, at yep. NRL Tweet for myself. And uh, we will speak to you probably after the weekend unless something amazing happens in the next uh, Maybe Monday uh, night or something, days. mate, if, if we can both get together. Um, maybe Monday night. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Sunday or Monday, we'll do what we can. If you've got a preference, let us know. The round doesn't finish. It takes a while. To... The round doesn't mm. finish till Monday. Oh, it doesn't, does it? Yeah. Oh, it's only the Dragons and the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to that one. We'll speak to you next time on Not The Footy Show. See you, mate. See you, mate. Diet Pepsi. Not The Footy Show. Sure. It's people's escape. It's people's relaxation. And... 
we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of... Pepsi. <laughs>